I think also once you recognise what they are and you can see them in other people, it takes away that knee-jerk reaction of being offended by someone else's behaviour and thinking that their behaviour is absolutely, definitely directed at you when so often it has zero to do with you yep. and everything to do with the fact that they're just trying to meet needs. But even as I come home, I feel better about myself yes. and so the way I relate to my significant others yes. flows on from that as well, mm. which just confirms for me this kind of teaching that we need to feel significant. Yeah. We need it in our yeah. lives. The question comes though is what's healthy ways of going around that? Mm. Free Falling, with the coach and the counsellor, Daryl and Beck. Making sense of connection, spirituality, and being human. Okie dokes. Okie dokes. <laughs> dokes. We've had some great feedback yeah. on the launch of our first five episodes, so that was really awesome. That was really, really cool. Yeah. Except it's old news, Daryl. Yes, that's right. Okay, should we go back to okie dokies? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think, you know, we're becoming quite important people, aren't we? <laughs> In our own lunchbox. Yeah. Right. That's right. And, yeah. you know, and it's maybe feeding some of the needs that we have as humans. As I studied coaching, there was one of these, always profound for me, a framework for understanding human needs. And the way it was explained was that we have six basic human needs, mm -hmm. psychological needs in that sense. And as individuals, we will always get these needs met some way or another yeah. we will find a way whether we think about it consciously yeah. just possibly not all the time yeah like mostly not all the time yeah mostly yeah. not all well, the time that was a really good way to say that that was <laughs> definitely the clearest way that i could have articulated most that. not all Beautiful. the time absolutely <laughs> absolutely not, time. not at all <laughs> <laughs> oh god help us she is yeah. <laughs> cheeky today Brown. <laughs> my goodness okay so, so this this framework gives me a great handle to be able to understand myself mm -hmm. but also to be able to look at others and understand where they're coming from yes. in any kind of interaction yeah and then when we see other behaviors around that you're not such a fan of or that yeah. don't seem to be helping the human cause at all you can still go okay that's actually meeting one of those core human needs that we have yeah see i know what these these yes. core human needs are because i've spent so much time with you so <laughs> we'll get to that in a second but i think also once you recognize what they are and you can see them in other people it takes away that knee-jerk reaction of being offended by someone else's behavior and thinking that their behavior is absolutely definitely Definitely directed at you when so often it has zero to do with you yep. and everything to do with the fact that they're just trying to meet a need. Maybe yeah. you should tell people what these, what these are. We'll go through the six because Perfect. we'll probably talk about some of these individually over the next period of time. Now, not necessarily make them a six-part series now or anything like that, but sure. there's, there's a couple of them that are really strong in probably a lot of people and what happens is we try more consciously to meet a, a few of these needs and they drive a lot of our behaviors and a couple of them that just jump out off the page are a need for certainty so there's that whole mm. concept of certainty of i suppose safety of security all those kind of words that are all tied up mm. in the whole idea and that can drive a lot of human behavior and i reckon that's a really strong thing in my life that drives a lot of choices that I make. And then another one that is 
particularly strong for people is significance. Mm. And I think that again is another strong driver for so many choices we see on, on behavior around us yeah. or, or non-choices if you kind of think that we're kind of driven to it or it's kind of more underlying. Those are two big strong ones. Now the other ones we will still meet as well, which are uncertainty, which is kind of like our need for adventure. And then there's connection and love. And this is the way it was said when I was learning about this, that we'll often settle for connection, but what we're after is love. Yeah. We'll, but we'll yeah. settle for connection. And then there's our growth and development. So there's always some sort of need to grow, to know or be more than we are now mm. and then also a need to contribute to the community in some sort of way to yeah. our society to the people around us to feel like we're giving back in yeah. some sort of way like yeah. that so there you go that's that's the six of them probably what we look at today though yeah. because we're such famous podcasters now <laughs> yes of course yes yeah. it's significant perfect we can look at ways that we seek out significance there's a quadrant of how we can see the actions of how we choose to feel significant and how many options we've got okay. around how we meet that need in our yeah. lives and how sometimes how narrow we kind of make those choices and how they're not necessarily helpful for humanity sometimes they're not even helpful for ourselves that's right yeah we can have a, a form of behavior a choice of behavior in our pursuit of significance mm -hmm. that can be helpful for ourselves but not necessarily helpful for somebody else yeah okay. so that's up in one corner yeah in the other top corner we could have something that is not actually helpful for ourselves in our pursuit of feeling significant but it's helpful for somebody else right well an example might be a, a martyr kind of complex yeah, okay. or something like that and then we've got down in the let's say the bottom left corner but it's actually not helpful for you and it's not helpful for me so it's just not helpful not serving anyone. yeah <laughs> yeah it doesn't, doesn't serve anyone and then in the other corner we've got perhaps what we might go for in an ideal world when we know that we have choices yeah. something that is helpful for me mm -hmm. and it's something that's helpful for you yeah so that's kind of the spectrum of how we can look at our behaviors around achieving that need for feeling significant of knowing that we're significant as human beings mm. and I think if I apply it to myself I know that I spiraled badly into depression and what I now know was a loss of identity when my eldest started school and then the youngest at the time started preschool and I was a bit lost like had mm. no idea what to do with myself because you were a, a mummy that was looking after mm -hmm. them all day and yep. that was your whole life that's yeah. right and at the time my husband was working as a chef so he was working six days a week sometimes split shifts always 12 hour day like just wow. crazy crazy hours so they really saw him I really saw him and they were my everything just meeting their needs and without them by my side every day I felt so strange I felt strange going to the shopping center without children I felt no. like I was just a nobody I felt yeah. like I had lost my complete sense of purpose yeah, yeah. now that would be a big thing you hear it a lot with empty nesters or people that have lost a job or things that happened that are unexpected yeah. that had been such a huge core part of who they were yeah i love 
being needed. <laughs> yeah. And I've observed this about myself and, and it's connection with the work that I do every day at the moment, which yeah. is kind of in the world of video production and things like that. And when I've got a chock-a-block calendar, mm -hmm. and that is, means that I've got these five or six projects that I'm working on, I've got people that are asking me things and that I'm feeding back and mm -hmm. doing some great work for, mm -hmm. I feel really good. Yeah. And then there have been lull periods where, so I suppose this is the equivalent to your not having the kids around yeah. thing where there's not much work going on and I question my existence. Yeah. I start going, oh, maybe yeah. I'm not very good at this. Yeah. Nobody cares what I'm doing is not important. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all this sort of stuff comes through there. And so in that sense, if we look at back at this human need thing, I can see that I get a lot of significance and feeling significant about the particular job role that I fulfill. Mm. And perhaps that is not so healthy for me sometimes. Okay. It's fine in everyday life when everything is going swimmingly. Yeah. And it seems to be, you know, working you do what, for yeah, you. Yeah. That's right. And it working seems for to others be working. because yeah. you're getting stuff done. And yeah, I'm feeling good. I can feel confident about myself. And it's interesting how that affects other relationships as well. That mm. there's not just the work ones, mm. feeling good about, you know, how you're relating to your work colleagues and doing your best work for them. But even as I come home, I feel better about myself. Yes. And so the way I relate to my significant others yeah. flows on from that as well. Mm. Which just confirms for me this kind of teaching that we need to feel significant. Yeah. We need it in our yeah. lives. The question comes though is what's healthy ways of going around that mm. where it's good for you and good for other people in your life, good for the community and which ways aren't quite so healthy in the ways that we go around yeah. gaining that significance. Yeah. And it is a tricky balance. Like you said, I like to feel needed. I don't like to feel needed. I like to feel respected. Respected? <laughs> I like to feel respected and I like to feel like what I have to offer or put out into the world is of value. But as soon as I feel needed or relied on by someone, okay. I feel trapped. <laughs> yes. This is your other need, isn't it? Well, that... that seems to tie in with that need for uncertainty which is that freedom thing of not knowing what's yeah happening. that's right yeah not being locked yeah yeah don't that's, lock me down yeah don't tie me there is something. that certain not make, yeah you've got too many things to be certain about let's not add to it that's right exactly <laughs> yeah it's interesting with significance though because we can gain it from so many of activities that we do in our western world and in the community that we're in we can get a lot from our job mm. and position and i noticed even say within in a church or any other environment like that it's still the same thing it's not like just because you have a funny little hat on the top that says christian on the front yeah. of it that all of a sudden you're do different you, people i don't know but, it, but i see a lot of invisible ones on people right. that are yeah Is it, yeah no i'm not saying anything that i was about to say because Self-control. Oh, look, <laughs> look at me. But even within an environment or an organisation like that, there is so much where we understand the power of significance mm. and even job title mm. or you're given this significant role mm. within a church. You know, one that means that you're affecting the lives of many and even, you know, the idea of stepping up on a stage and, and being mm. in front of a group of people mm. and influencing them or speaking at them or doing whatever it is that you're mm. going to do up there. And in some ways, that may or may not be a helpful thing. 
mm. for the world. If that is one of the primary ways that you feel validated, that mm. you feel that your significance, then a question at some stage, I'm suggesting as you grow as a human being, as I grow as a human being, yeah. is to look and say, okay, I'm getting my needs met for significance through using this platform or whatever mm. it is through my job title. Is that benefiting me? Is that actually a good way to do it? Is that a, mm. a healthy way to do it? Or is are there other ways that can be more helpful for myself and others? And it's kind of suggested a healthy way for gaining significance in your life is actually by being a genuinely caring person yeah. and actually loving on somebody, yeah. like relating to them, being a real yeah. friend. It's not that you're trying to get anything out of them or anything like that, but because you're pouring out and it's received by another mm. person, Mm. You actually feel pretty good about that. Yeah. And that's yeah. okay. That like that's Yeah, seems to and be it's a side effect. Healthy. It's yeah. not the purpose. It's not the driving force that yeah. you're trying to feel this significance and this connection. It just happens that's when it. you act. And so you look at the options you've got in your life, that you can take some power back into your own life in some ways by looking at the options you have. Like some of the other options that perhaps people have chosen and then perhaps I've kind of looked at from time mm. to time is looking at how well I'm doing financially or mm -hmm. whether I've got a house what kind of car I've got yeah do I have a swimming pool yeah yeah <laughs> you know or different things like that am I proud of my house because I want to show it off to somebody yeah okay or does the car I drive does that tell everybody else something about me that's right. important for them to know yeah you know and, and as you look at advertising you start to see how they kind of target our need to mm. feel significant and say absolutely by buying this thing mm -hmm. you're gonna feel pretty good about yourself yeah exactly you're the special kind of person that really if you have one of these you're gonna feel extra special yeah well so you go, ah, okay. Yeah. And we don't we don't always see that straight off. And we can start to say, oh, these are bad things. We can't, you know, that's a bad way to behave or mm -hmm. that's a, you know, advertising is bad or, but it's actually, it's just part of the way that we get our needs met. Advertising works because they know how to target you psychologically. They know where your insecurities are and how to help you avoid those and feel more comfortable about being human. Yeah. Our insight would be that if we understand that, then we've got more choices about how we go about it. Yeah, that's right. A and it's not that we can go without feeling significant. Mm. That's not, or well, certainly not what I'm saying here, because we can accept that it's important that we feel significant in our lives mm -hmm. for survival mm. as a human being. Mm. It's just like, once you know that and you start looking at life and you go, well, how are ways in my life that I feel significant? Mm. What is it that other people in my life, what do they do that helps me feel significant? Are there key relationships? relationships that I know that I get significance from and then you've got to determine whether that's healthy or not and then look at other activities around us. Yeah it's interesting isn't it? I think I still feel a bit of shame and embarrassment about the way that being involved in church leadership did meet so many of my needs yeah. and needs for significance. I hope that everything I did came from good intentions but I for sure got a sense of purpose from doing what I did in prayer ministry and meeting with people and maybe not 
preaching so much, but definitely when I was on MC, so like platform activity, yeah, platform activity and mm. introducing the stuff and announcements and things like that. That was my thing. Like I felt so at ease there. I really loved making people squirm <laughs> a little bit by saying like just mildly inappropriate things, get us to loosen up a bit. Like, hey guys, we're still human. We can still have fun in this place, you know. But it definitely was feeding a need for me because I had never felt so alive and where I was supposed to be than when I was standing in front of a group of people. Like, that's a bit hard to look at. I don't like that part of my personality. And I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing, but it's confronting to look at Mm. that maybe I use that as a way to meet needs in me. And, you know, I think there's an amoral way of looking at it as well. Mm. If it helped other people and we know that it's a basic need, then that's okay. Yeah, and I think that's true. I guess the embarrassment comes in knowing that I don't feel like I was able to be authentic all the time. And I've shared that with you, that I felt like there was a Saturday night back that get to hang out with my friends, hang out with you guys, drink wine, make innuendos and entertain, do all that sort of stuff and definitely drop as many F-bombs as I can possibly get into a conversation without it being... Exactly! (laughs) Without it being like completely ridiculous. And then there was Sunday morning back who didn't say fuck. I mean, there were still people that knew that, yes, she very much does. But I had to present this Mm. above reproach kind of thing and it was really important to me to be relatable. But I was not authentic. Like, I couldn't be authentically me and it's only in stepping out of the church and stepping out of leadership and being out of it for this long that I'm like, there are so many other ways that I can feel significant and get my needs met that don't allow me to compromise my my own integrity that I don't have to be complicit in stuff that I am just not on board with yeah. and I don't have to keep selling my soul yeah there's another guy I followed he talks about shadow values do you follow and... him around the shop <laughs> in your car park outside his house stalking or like yes, on social media social media right that makes sense yeah. yeah anything I can do for the comfort of my own home beautiful <laughs> that's right <laughs> It's going out stuff. Now. Yeah, no, that's yeah. stalking way too much work. <laughs> Tried it, didn't work. No, too much energy, really. He talks about <laughs> shadow values. And one of the examples he did use was that I really like to get up on stage. And one of the reasons I like to get up on stage and da 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 is because it helps me fill my need for significance. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, okay. That's it on its base value. And, and then you can make a judgment whether is that good or bad. Mm. But then you can actually work with that and go, okay. Well, on the flip side, how then can we bring that into the positive mm. and, and to have that to be something that nurtures other people that is not just about chasing you or whatever, yeah. but actually, you know, fills some of the other needs mm. or is something that's helpful for other people as well. And you, and you can kind of tell the difference too, can't you? Like even we're just talking about stage for the moment, yeah. just standing up in front of people, whether someone's actually in it for themselves yes. or where they actually yep. care for other people. Yeah, bingo. Hmm. Maybe yeah. that's the difference. So yeah. some of that subtle stuff where you go, okay, what's my primary driver here? Mm. Let's say that's a need that still is valid to be mm. expressed in mm. a form that might involve standing in front of people. But what are those other 
sex needs can be met in that same kind of process mm. like connecting with people or loving on people yeah. or whatever else that's valuable so so that was kind of a cool way looking at shadow values and going yeah. okay you can look at what might be potentially unhelpful for others mm -hmm. and like self-serving for yourself and saying well let's flip that around then if that energy is still good if there's some energy in that what kind of simple little pivot can we make that actually helps other people or yeah. is good for the universe mm. <laughs> it still allows you to have your own needs met yeah yeah in order to switch that for me anyway i think it's been good to have a period of time where there was nothing there was no platform for me to be yeah. doing that i could have gone back into writing my blog or whatever but i knew that i needed to give that all the rest for a while. But I think it's good to completely strip yourself away from it and almost go cold turkey yeah. in a way to know that actually I'm still okay. Like yeah. I'm still fine and I'm still here and I can still nurture me without having to get this outside approval or stimulation, whatever you want to call it. In looking to either a, a counselling or a coaching kind of role is to help direct someone when they're getting their needs met in an inappropriate needs met. needs met when they're getting them met in an inappropriate way to help them to find another way to get their needs met. Yeah, firstly to recognise that it's inappropriate and if they which, haven't already. Which may well be the problem that they're that presenting. Yeah, so it may be a presenting problem. Look, I, you know, try and make my partner make me feel important. That doesn't sound like a lot of fun for the yeah, other anyone. person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it shows a bit of insight anyway, but, but then you go, well, what's another way that we can get that need to feel important mm -hmm. met? Yeah. That doesn't actually involve you manipulating or coercing another person yeah, right. or doing yeah. something. And that involves an action of your part. Like So by changing your behavior a little bit over here to help you feel like you're getting your needs met, you no longer feel like you have to do this other that. behavior that was not yeah. helpful for anybody. So it's just a little redirection. One of the key ways that we can adjust our behavior if there is some behavior that we don't like about ourselves, mm. you know, either in our significant relationships or the way that we do something and we think why do I keep doing that I keep mm. coming back to the same mm. thing we look at it as what's the underlying need that we're trying yeah. to meet what are some alternative ways mm. to meet that need Mm. and some either healthier ways or ways that we can do that that actually you know are good for the planet or good for other people then you know try that out for a little yeah, while that's good. see how that takes the desire for that unwanted behavior mm. away a little bit i think it's easier for people who are naturally self-reflective and naturally have a higher self-awareness and understand how maybe their words or actions are landing in the world so yeah what are some ways that people do you think might be able to come to a place if they're not naturally self-reflective how will they know that maybe this is something that they're doing that is problematic potentially there's going to be some points where there's some sticking points in their lives where yeah. either their their partner or their workmates or they hear something back either mm -hmm. it's a comment about someone not liking you for mm -hmm. something or that you got into an argument about mm -hmm. something and there'll be some sticking points like that some points of conflict and maybe you keep repeating the same mistakes they look slightly different yeah and it's possible if you're not very reflective to mm -hmm. think that the world's against you yeah okay and that's that it's actually the world's fault that things keep happening like this but perhaps there's a clue there as well that, yeah that maybe there's something to do with a pattern of behavior that yeah really good you're doing that 
might be contributing to this yeah for the most part there's always a self-responsibility and something that we can take on yeah and again because we are talking about in this particular instance core human needs Mm. they're they're valid to have these Mm -hmm. needs met are really valid it's just that sometimes as we've talked about the way that we've ever worked out as how to get get them met Mm. even as kids or by media or anything else you know when we've found something that works we just stick with it yeah and we are trial and error machines we we keep trying different things until something works that's right yeah and then once we've found something works we just keep doing it stick to that yeah yeah to meet that need you know and Mm. it's not always part of our conscious life plan (laughs) yeah that's really good so that's possibly one way to do it if you have a loving partner or or some significant people in some Dude, but, but you can are already ask. locked up together. Maybe wait till you guys can leave the house and go in separate directions, depending well, on what your relationship looks like. I mean, <laughs> if you have someone that, that cares about you, that accepts your crap, then if you're not so aware of those behaviours and, and if you're ready to kind of perhaps work on them, then you can ask for a bit of reflection from them as well. Yeah, wait and then to... don't react. Just, yeah, just respond. <gasps> just breathe. Can I breathe through that? Yeah. Thank you. Write it down and think about it later. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on the side for a while. Go, hmm, hmm. I'll deal with that in another <laughs> month's time. <laughs> After I start making my list of all the things that you need to change about your life. I'm joking. Yeah, well, Don't it, do that, it can become a tip for tap. <laughs> That's right. It? So significance. Mm. Uh, it is one of those key drivers and sometimes it drives our relationships in ways that aren't really helpful. Mm. Like even our key relationships, you know, how we try and one up somebody else mm. or how you can't afford to lose at a board game or something mm. like that. You know, how you always have to win. There are all sorts of things like that that significance plays out in. That's that, really true. That, yeah, can be hurtful for others mm. and in the end are not that helpful for building a better life together and building a better planet. I just want to really thank you guys for sharing this space with us, for, for listening along with us and for commenting on our Facebook page. And yeah, it's just been really encouraging. That has been our heart to hear your stories and connect with you guys. And so Daryl and I just really want to say thank you for that and what an honor it is and a privilege it is to hold that space with you. And if you would love to hear your own voice on our podcast, maybe you'd like to leave us a message and there is a way to do that. On our website. That's perfect. Free-falling.com. Amazing. And there's a little button on there, right on there to, to leave a voice message. And if you have people that come to mind when we're talking about stuff, please invite them to listen along because... Yeah, we really, we really would love to connect with people who maybe haven't always had the space. And we can really support each other and encourage each other. And you know, one of these days, we'll see the world change. Yeah, it'll be a different world because you listen to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) One of the (laughs) kids. Shut the guy up. One of the. We jump all over the place, but you know what? That's okay because the people that are connecting with us, I'm pretty sure that they're able to follow. Yeah. They're smart. They're smart kids. Hopping on little leaves. Yeah. On the. Exactly. So we're frogs now. That's lovely. (laughs) So. Just waiting to be kissed down and turn into a prince. (laughs) She was looking at me like, where the hell is she going with this? I was a bit scared. I I wasn't going to kiss you. It's all right. Oh gosh, what are, what are we going to salvage out of this? Okay. <laughs>